0: Welcome to the Life Academy podcast. Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Doug Pratt speaking to you from First Church of Bonita Springs, offering you another in our series of Christian perspectives. Today's topic, Stepping Off the Escalator. Again, I offer this disclaimer at the start. The thoughts I will share are my own personal perspective. I do not claim to have the only Christian perspective, but rather a Christian perspective. As a follower of Christ who tries with his limited resources in mind to view the current world and its issues through the lens of the Bible and a Christian worldview, I offer something for you to consider. But I respect the differing views of other Christ followers and would enjoy a dialogue with you. Stepping off the escalator. I am not talking about that famous escalator ride seven years ago when Donald and Melania descended to the lobby of Trump Tower to present to a horde of reporters and news cameras the announcement of his campaign for the presidency. Rather, I am talking about the metaphorical escalator, so sadly popular and frequently employed in human relationships when conflicts and disagreements are escalated to a higher level. Recent political events in the nation's capital reminded me of how common this terrible cycle can be. Two years ago, when the new Congress convened, the Democratic Speaker of the House, breaking all historic precedent and institutional norms, forcibly removed two representatives of the other party from their committee memberships. In the November election, the Republicans gained the majority, and the likely new Speaker announced that, in a tit for tat, he would remove three Democrats from their committees. When they re- protested, his reply was essentially, You started it. That's the way partisan divides escalate. The nastiness in the House was foreshadowed by what happened about seven years ago on the other side of the building. The Senate Majority Leader at that time, frustrated that he wasn't able to force his preferred actions through a closely divided legislature, moved to end the historic filibuster tradition that had protected the minority party's influence. The Democrats thus had a window to exert their will, and a year later, the majority in the Senate shifted to the Republicans, who took advantage of the removal of the filibuster to press their agenda. Another tit-for-tat Escalation. It has happened repeatedly across the human spectrum. The seemingly eternal conflict between Israelis and Palestinians keeps riding the escalator of the repeating cycle of violence. One side feels wrong, so they strike back harder, usually against innocence, on the other side. And then that side feels justified in its escalating response. The sports world has seen the same pattern. Some pro golfers earlier this year decided to join a new and highly compensated league sponsored by Arab oil money. The American PGA Tour lashed out in response by suspending all of those golfers from their events. So the new group filed a lawsuit against the Tour. Then the Tour filed a countersuit. Each escalation takes the level of personal rancor and the financial stakes higher. It happens painfully in marriages and families, sometimes ending in a nasty divorce court battle and competition over child custody. It happens in legal disputes of all kinds. It has happened in churches. We see it among urban gangs in the dangerous neighborhoods of Chicago, America's new murder capital, as one group of drug dealers responding to the killing of one of their gang members kills two from a competing cartel an even worse cycle is raging across the border in Mexico. It's the escalator syndrome. You hit me, I escalate in my response. And it's ultimately disastrous for everybody, even if it seems to offer a short-term satisfaction of revenge or a short-term advantage for your side. Escalating a conflict is like a terrorist detonating a suicide vest in a crowded public place. They certainly will get results, but in the process, they're also blown up. What does it take to stop the escalation? It usually takes different people who can see clearly enough through the mutual damage that has been done to a new way. A new leader can see with fresh eyes, or else getting off the escalator requires a new attitude and heart within a person who has previously contributed to the escalation, a new willingness to break the unending cycle, to choose not to reciprocate. Getting off the escalator usually takes honest and patient negotiation, including building in safeguards and accountability, and even a public pledge to stand down. Remember the wise motto of President Ronald Reagan in his dealings with the Soviet Union, trust, but verify. Intuitively, we know that if one side unilaterally ceases the retribution and revenge cycle, it's possible the other side might see that as weakness and escalate even further. The Apostle Paul, who was mistreated and slandered and abused more times than we can tally, all because he witnessed to a message that both the Jewish and pagan establishments saw as a threat, somehow, by God's grace, was able to write the following words and live them that we find in Romans 12. Never pay back evil with more evil. Never take revenge. Leave that in God's hands and don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. As one who reads and watches the daily news and is repeatedly distressed by how our media have become a big part of the problem of our national divisiveness, I will share with you my fantasy hope in closing. I like to imagine that um, one day the CEO of Fox News and the CEO of CNN might sit down together over a luncheon and decide to implement a respectful ceasefire. Both networks will promise to no longer criticize or disparage the other, nor will they show isolated and edited clips of the other network in order to mock or belittle them. I imagine they both agree that this is the modest first step that it is within their power to take in order to try to restore civility and ethical standards to their badly tarnished profession of journalism. And, I imagine, they would publicly announce their joint agreement and invite the nation to hold them accountable to this new higher ground. It probably won't happen, because people who claw their way to the top in a cutthroat business typically lose their souls and their consciences in the process. And whatever high ideals they started out with are jettisoned along the way. And also, perhaps, because they care more about money than integrity. And they think biased advocacy rather than accurate truth telling helps their ratings. But it's not impossible. People actually can change. God is still in the same business of surprising us by changing lives as He did repeatedly in the pages of the Bible and in countless ways since. So that's my prayer. It will take one or two courageous, and heart transform people in media or in politics to decide to step off the escalator and find a new way for us. This is Pastor Doug Pratt, speaking to you from the Life Academy of First Church. Thank you for joining us for this Life Academy episode. We encourage you to subscribe. And if you enjoy our podcast, please share it with your friends and family.